G'day! Welcome to the Unbox Your Give podcast. I'm Rita Joyan. I want to answer a specific question today, and that is, are career tests accurate? Are career tests accurate? So here's what you need to understand about career tests. So, you know, there could be things like Maya Briggs test, it could be the DISC test, it could be some, there is a whole host of tests out there that can, that's, it's a whole focus is to get you to better acquaint yourself with yourself. So the whole point of them is if you can understand yourself better, then you'll be able to pick or nominate a career path, a profession that is going to be best suited to you. You want to use them as a guide. I know in many trainings, I know in corporate especially, or even in your own doing your own gig, those kind of career tests or Myers-Briggs or DISC or whatever they are, they act as a guide. So you need to treat them as a guide and not the be all and end all. What do I mean by that? You need to be very careful that you're not being boxed in. So if the, the career test says that you're an introvert or you're an extrovert or you're a confident person or you're a shy person or you're a determined person, you're an ambitious person, or you're a conservative, whatever label it gives you, you've got to be very careful because we act according to our, our identity. If you identify as a certain personality, as a certain person, you are going to behave in, that, in line with that label that you've given yourself or that you've read about yourself. And so if you've read that you are an introvert, well, you're going to act like an introvert, even though you might evolve. Because here's the thing, you and I, we evolve. In the span of our work, we evolve in terms of what we are or who we are today is going to change a week from now, a month from now, a year from now. And who we were as we evolve, so too does our characteristics, so too does our behaviours. But if we're evolving and we are restricting that evolution of who we are in terms of personality and behaviour and passion, if we restrict that change by a label, that's when we cut ourselves off. That's when we stunt our growth. So it's very important to remember that career guidelines, career tests, like any other test, they give you a label, like what happened when you were at school, you're given a test, an A, B, C, or D, or 85% or a 10% or 50, whatever the, whatever you got, it was a mark that identified where you stood amongst everybody else in your class or in your year or in your school. And it gives you a label. You got 100%, you're an A student, you got 20%, you're not so great. You know what I mean? It gives you a label. So career tests the same thing. And what you need to be very, very aware of is that once you get a label and you internalize that label, you will act according to it and you will stunt your growth. You will stunt your growth because if you are, if you are changing as a person, if you're changing your behavior, but... You've read uh, subconsciously, it's been, you know, recorded in your head that you are a, a, uh, an introvert. And therefore, when someone asks you to go and speak somewhere, you're like, I don't think I can do that because, you know, I don't think I've got it. I've never done it before. I'm getting scared. The labels kind of eat at you. And that's how, you know, passion becomes very much a, a, just a suffocation because you're not really going for what you are potentially or what you potentially can do because you've had a label that you have put, digested, ingrained into yourself and therefore um, it, it stunts you. But the other thing is also that you're relying on some, uh, something outside of you. See, because we have been conditioned to go to school, you and I, we've been conditioned to go to school and what does school teach you? 
It teaches you to wait for the school teacher to give you a pat on the back, an A, to endorse your work. You go to a corporate job or a job, any job, that tells you that your manager will tell you doing a good job or endorses your work, gives you a paycheck at the end of the week or the month to endorse your work. But the point of all that is, and that's all fine, but it's constantly relying on someone else to validate who we are, how we are, the passion that we have. If we're not getting external validation, then maybe the passion that I have, the dream that I have, the vision that I have, maybe if someone else isn't supporting that, endorsing it, praising it, maybe it's not worth much. And that, that mindset comes from constantly being, uh, allowing oneself to be endorsed by being conditioned by outside means, by people outside of us. And so it's very important to remember that career tests and anything like that, we're actually relying on something outside of us to tell us who we are, how we are, what we're going to be inclining towards. When really the real aha moment is when you want to look inside yourself. So how on earth do you look inside yourself? So if I can't look outside myself, so where, how do I look? How do I learn about myself? The best way to learn about yourself is to do the passion process. And it's not a test. It's for you to be able to go deep diving yourself about what it is that you're good at because you'll be working it out for yourself rather than me telling you or your uh, teacher telling you or your parent telling you or your, you know, your spouse telling you. It's you going into it yourself. So the passion process, which is at unboxyourgift.com, that will give it to you. But that's just one way. You need to find it for yourself. You can go and just... Another way is to go and trial a whole heap of professions. I interviewed someone on the Unbox, uh, on the Unbox Your Gift podcast who had a gap year in her 40s. She took time off in her 40s. To do, now, not everyone is in the position to do that, and that's fair, but she made that happen for herself because she wanted to know what she was good at. She got out of corporate and she did that. Now, that's another way in which you can do that. What it is, is that you just need to find and really acquaint yourself to yourself. So are career tests accurate? No, they're not accurate because you're asking something outside of you to take a look inside of you. And if your spouse can't do that, if your parents who've raised you can't do that, if your carer can't do that, then it's going to be hard. And if you can't work it out and you've been living with yourself, how hard it would it be? What a bigger challenge it is for someone else to look inside of you. So really the question isn't are career tests accurate? The question is, can you just spend the time to just take a really good look at yourself? Because sight is what you see with your eyes. Insight is what you see with your heart. And just because you don't see it with your eyes outside of you in your environment doesn't, doesn't mean that you don't feel it in your heart. Because so, just because someone hasn't complimented you, praised you or praised me or complimented me or endorsed me on a specific skill that I really want to master doesn't mean it doesn't exist inside of me. Does that make sense? And that's why it's so important to go into yourself. Because when you go into yourself, now you can recreate the path. Here's another thing I'll share. You and I, we've been to school together. And what's important to remember, it's not together as in you and I have been to school together, but you have been to school and I have been to school, right? Okay, <laughs> we've got that down pat. But what has happened is that being conditioned in that way is that we've allowed ourselves to, to really wait for someone else to tell us what the path is. So in other words, if I want to do well in school, I need to go to year one, year two, year three, year four, year five, year six, etc. And then if I want to go and study a degree at university or college, 
then I need to do year one, these subjects. And then year two, I need to study X, these particular subjects. And then so on until I can graduate and that's my path. Then once I graduate, to work up the corporate ladder, then I need to go and, you know, get an internship or maybe I need to go start at the very bottom in the mail room and then work my web. There is a path, right? There is a path. But when you have a passion and you want to translate that into a profession or transfer that into a profession, the hardest part is when you've been conditioned to do that is to create your own path. And that's why many people who have contributed, just like if I think back to the people that's, that have been interviewed on, the, on this podcast, the, um, the, shoe that gr- the shoe that grows. You know, the, in the episodes that we did, we interviewed the gentleman who was a pastor who created the shoe that grows. Go listen to that episode if you haven't listened to it already. It's incredible. The lady who had an uh, online shoe business and then one day was walking past a homeless person and had and held up a sign that said I just need shoes and she's like well I have shoes but they're all female shoes how do I help this this man who's homeless and then she gets the idea for give back box there's so many scenarios like that that we've had and really how they've become been able to transfer a passion to a profession is they've created their own path And that's been the scariest thing, but yet it's been the most delightful, the most impactful thing because they did it in a way that society needed to be served and only their vision, their way could have helped it. If they had gone through the normal vision of just maybe collecting money and, you know, donating, but nothing wrong with that. But how much more of an impact they make when they have created a design called a shoe that grows or something like the give back box and how she monetized. It's just creating your own path. And it's hard to do that when you're constantly looking for a path that's, that's already been, been traveled on. That's hard to do. And so what you want to do is to, in order for you to find your own path and to be confident in it and You're going to fail. I'm going to fail. We're all going to have moments that we're not going to be doing it 100% correctly. But it's always about what I try to remind myself is to do things that scare me and to do things that really are outside my comfort zone, just like the experiment that I touched on. I think it was last week or the last episode of the episode before that, where I did the coffee experiment where I asked for 10% off every time I asked for a coffee for the next 10 coffees because to get out of my own comfort zone, Because when you can do that, then you can find your own path. That's the only time I've realized that we can find our own path is when we are willing to do things that are uncomfortable because then it's okay to do something that's really wacky, that's really weird, like creating an idea like the shoe that, you know what I mean? Like that's what it comes down to. So the question was, are career tests accurate? Use, if you're going to use them, use them as a guide. Be very, very careful. It doesn't box you into a label. Remember that if you, even if you're using a career test, you're actually looking for outside endorsement. Am I on the right track? What else can I do? What you really need to look at is have introspection about looking within yourself. Sight is what you see with your eyes. Insight is what you see with your heart. And to remember that you cannot have a label to really stunt your growth because once you have a label about what you can, can't do, you're going to stunt your growth 
as you evolve, because as you evolve as a person, but like, no, I can't do that because I'm this person. No, I can't do that because I'm that. Even if you don't do it consciously, it will come to you unconsciously. And then lastly, is that it's a path. You know, if you have been conditioned, like in school, to do step one, step two, step three, and university, step one, step two, step three, and then in the workforce, step one, step two, step three, when you go and create your own profession using your passion, you create your own path. And the best way that I know to do that, and listen to the interviews on this podcast, you will find that every single one of them have done things that are outside their comfort zone. Wherever you are in the world, whatever you're doing, my advice to myself and to you is that life is a gift. Unbox it. Don't allow a career test to label you as to what or who you are. Sight is what you see with your eyes. Insight is what you see with your heart.